Yes, it's episode six of the Bulls podcast. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor of the week, Fennell West. Another big show as we review a huge weekend of cricket at the club and celebrate a huge milestone coming up this Saturday for one of the club's modern day greats. Joining me this week is 2019-20 Division One Premiership star, Stephen Murphy. Welcome G'day, to G'day Luke, thanks for having me back mate. Episode six, it's a great cricket number. Um, I've enjoyed listening to the other co-hosts in Radders and Forksy. It's always nice to listen to what some of our Pombonate people that have moved away from the district are up to. Yeah, no, Radders and Forksy, both fantastic, but uh, always great to have you back on the pod, Thanks, mate. mate. It should be good fun. I enjoy it. Well, mate, we're with our special milestone guest coming up. We'll get straight into the results of the weekend. Yes, mate, there's uh, plenty. Sorry. So, plenty to talk about, Luke. So let's go. So uh, Thursday night, the weekend kicked off with uh, the Division One Bulls playing a T Twenty game at Pombonit, and it was Pombonit seven for one hundred and fifty-seven, with Lahiru Fernando making forty-three off nineteen balls, Dave Murphy thirty-seven off thirty balls, and Grant Place twenty-nine off twenty-nine balls, defeating Simpson sixty-seven. Brad Hillman, two for six. Stephen Hill, two for 17. Lahiru Fernando, two for 23. So a really good win to the Div 1 boys on Friday night in a game where the light was certainly fading. But uh, then we went to Saturday and Division 1 were over on the turf at Cobden. And it was Pombonite, 173. Brad Hillman, 30 not out, in good form. BJ Hillman. Dave Murphy, 24. Tom Place, 20. Josh Place, 15. And Dan Lenahan, 14. Defeating Cobden, 137. With Lahiru Fernando taking three for 20. And Grant Place, two for 33. Good win, Churchy, on a bit of a sticky wicket over there with a bit of rain around. It was early on, mate. Um, and, you know, big credit to, you know, Josh Place through the middle there um, was really the glue for the innings and, and sort of allowed, you know, Brad batting at number 11 um, is, is the greatest number 11 that will always play, have ever played at Pomonite to come in and make those runs late in the innings and just totally shift momentum into our favour was a very, very nice knock to watch. No, fantastic. Mate, um, the Division 2, Simpson all out for 138, defeated Pombonite all out for 89. Hunter Reynolds top scoring with 15 runs and also chiming in with three wickets. And... The yourself, Luke, a handy five for what was it? What did we get? Five for 20, just 20. Five for 20, yeah. The, the best, the best yes. number of 20 <laughs> if you're a bowler. Five for 20 off 7.3. Well done, mate. Um, on a scale of one to 10, how hard was it to clean up Simpson's tail? Oh, mate, that oh, I think in all my years of cricket, that was the best single tail <laughs> I've ever come up against. So, um <laughs> And I, I just I do need to correct you. That it was actually Harley Reynolds who took the three wickets, and he bowled really well. And uh, we we struggled to get a breakthrough early. So Harley, we brought him on at one end, and he got a, a couple of breakthroughs, and I managed to get lucky at the other end. But uh, not yeah, our batting performance wasn't quite up to scratch. We were very depleted, had a lot of players out, but um, yeah, couldn't quite get the job done with the bat. Oh, no worries, mate. Well, and I'll, I'll also correct it. Uh, one of your wickets was also the top scorer for Simpsons innings, so it was wasn't uh, completely the tail. But and and <laughs> sorry for making an all rounder out of Hunter. So well done to both the Reynolds boys there. 
And while we're talking about Reynolds, a very special match, Luke, because it was your first match that you got to play with your oldest child, Gavin. Tell me about that. Yeah, mate, uh, an absolute huge thrill. We had uh, two of the debutants from the junior ranks in Division 2. We had Josh Coleman, our under-16 captain, who played his first game and batted at number six and, and looked good for a little while. He only made the three, but uh, he was more than comfortable. But, um, yeah, Gavin also was a, a last or a late inclusion into the team. And, yeah, mate, a massive thrill to have your son out on the field with you. He he fielded quite well. He, he chimed in with six at number 11, so uh, which was pretty good for a 12-year-old. And um, hopefully he won't get too many more chances this year, but uh, I think, yeah, over the next few years, you, you'll certainly get more chances. Yeah, obviously made a huge thrill to line up with your oldest son and uh, just got two other kids to go. Mate, I'm sure it would have been a very proud moment for Luke Reynolds. And um, talking about young guys, you know, it, it is so great at the club. So just jumping back to Division 1, you know, mentioned Josh plays, but, you know, Dan Lenahan played a very handy knock through the middle there with Josh in a good partnership. And Charlie Vaudier making his debut in Division 1, so... Lots of youngsters around the club and, and having a good go at the moment. So it's pleasing to see. Yeah, very pleasing with Charlie as a as a guy who, who joined the club as a 9, 10-year-old in the under-13s and has come right through. And, uh, yeah, a lot of ability. We uh, probably still want him to open in Division 2 for a bit longer. But, um, yeah, great to see him get, get a chance in Division 1. Well, and he absolutely started off we, when Cobden's openers... Um, got a bit of a partnership going. It was Charlie that uh, affected a run out that really got the momentum going for us. So he, uh, he was very handy on the weekend. So you've got division three, Luke. I have. Yeah. So this was the, uh, the uh, grand final replay or rematch uh, up at the Camberdown showgrounds, which was uh, apparently lush to say the least, but uh, Bukar batting first all out for 82, the big recruit Dean Tevlin four for 29. Matthew Richardson, two for six. Brent Noonan, two for 14 with his rapidly improving offies. And Donnie McGuinness, two for 19. Lost to Pombonit, five for 89. Daniel Buck, 29. Stephen Hill, 26. A really, really positive win for the Division Three boys against strong opposition. Yes, mate, to, to put in a result like that against the team that will be you know, up there again this year um, and was up there last year, great signs for the Divi Three boys. In the under-16 boys, we had Pombonit, 8 for 106, defeated by Mortlake, 9 for 127 at Pombonit. We had Gavin Reynolds lead the wickets with 4 for 17 off his 6 overs, and Noah Ritchie's take 2 for 21 off 6. And with the bat, the captain Josh Coleman top scored with 23, with Finn Tolland chiming in with a handy 13 through the middle order. Yeah, really good performance against uh, who I think is the top team or will be the top team in the under 16 competition. Uh, most pleasingly, we batted our overs again, batted our 30 overs and I thought our bowling was, was exceptional. Um, Josh Coleman and Riley Burnoff opening the bowling against some quality batsmen for that level. Uh, I thought they both bowled exceptionally well, didn't get, didn't get many rewards. Uh, and then Gavin Reynolds and Noah Ritchie's bowled a, a really good spell together in tandem too to, uh, to sort of bring us right back into it. And 
and help us bowl more like out. So that was a very pleasing by those guys. Plus some some good catching from Harry Fleming took two good catches and Aiden Canady took a blinder at backward square leg. So uh, and then yeah to, to bat our overs and uh, Josh Coleman was a standout our skipper opening the batting. Uh, he uh, they had some fairly sharp bowlers Mortlake and he handled them with ease and played a shot which uh, Churchy you and I. I don't think would have ever have played was he hit one straight down the ground to the Pomponite end and uh, a couple of bounces and bang into the sight screen, which was a very impressive shot. So uh, a bit of a breakthrough innings, hopefully for Josh Coleman. Ah, nice. Excellent. Here go the young bulls. And on to the under 13 action on Friday night, we had Pomponite Marone play Princeton at Pomponite. Uh, top scorer was Fletcher Tolland with a well-made 15. Nate Castle made 10. And the wickets were shared. There was a, a brilliant court and bold, I believe, by Mark Van Ess. Uh, Miller Murphy took a court and bold as well. And uh, young William Patterson in his first year, a direct hit run out. So good effort by the, the Maroon boys. And over at Tarang, Pombonite Gold uh, played really well in, a, in very, very wet conditions against Tarang. Ben Whitecross top scored with 18. Gavin Reynolds, 15. And with the ball, Aiden Kennedy, two wickets. Jonty Raven, two wickets. Ben Whitecross, two wickets. And a wicket each to George Sadler and Harry Jenkins. So, uh, again, yeah, the boys are having a great time and some a lot of positive signs from their young under-13s. I, the, I absolutely love the fact that there is two under-13s team. It's just a, it's a bright future. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, a bit of work coordinating it and... Uh, after these first two weeks, we will mix the teams up a little bit and make sure everyone gets to play with everyone. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it's fantastic, and the enthusiasm of training is exceptional. The under-14 girls, Luke, uh, Pombonite, 77, defeated by Colac 2, 105. Uh, tell us a bit how the girls are going. Yeah, so first game for the girls. They've been training really well under the under our coach, Grace Lee. Uh, so uh, we had three debutantes. Uh, Gracie Pierce, Lily Van Ness, and Ella Ritchies. So uh, a big welcome to those three. Uh, and all the rest were returning players from last year. And, yeah, um, down at the Lake Oval, beautiful little ground in Colac. And, yeah, apparently the enthusiasm was fantastic. And, of course, history was made on Sunday as uh, the women's team played their first ever game against Irrawarra at Pombonite. Huge crowd in attendance. They had a great win. We uh, bowled Irrawarra out for 48, batting first, Irrawarra, with uh, Sam LaFranchi, three for four, Grace Lee, two for 17, Grace Wilson, one for naught, and Remini McCann, one for six. And then Pombonite in reply with several retirements, two for 153. Grace Lee, 33, retired. Taylor Reynolds, 21, retired. Narelle Place, 17, retired, and Megan Kerr, 11, retired. It was a absolutely fantastic performance, several milestones. Sam LaFranchi bowled the first over, bowled the first ball, took the first wicket, and hit the first ever run. While Grace Lee made the first ever retired score, compulsory retirement score is 30 in the women's comp, and hit the first ever six, a beautiful shot over mid-off. So... Uh, a, a truly memorable day in the history of the Pomponate Cricket Club. Mate, yeah, it's fantastic. And I, I feel as though, you know, lots of firsts and, you know, history-making achievements on the weekend. And I, I feel as though that group will just continue to make 
make the record books throughout the season and it's it's fantastic and we'll, we'll talk about it more when we join dave later but it's it's just added to a great feeling around the club at the so joining us after the bulls great win in the inaugural women's game is our coach grace lee and captain narelle place grace top scored 33 not out or 33 retired yeah, it was pretty stoked with that, but all round it was a great batting performance from all the girls and I think we only had two wickets go down and to score about over 150 runs was super impressive. And Narelle, uh, the bowling early on was fantastic, uh, really set up the win. Yes, definitely, Luke. We had a lot to pick from in the bowling. Um, yeah, everyone did really well and we were able to share around um, a couple of overs here and there for everyone. So I was very impressed with the girls today. They did really well. So only losing the two wickets and making 153. Uh, who else impressed you with the bat today, Grace? Uh, Narelle Place managed to <laughs> put a few around the ground, which was nice, and chalk up a few runs. And same with Taylor Reynolds when she came out, hit a few boundaries, which was super impressive and nice to see that we have depth in our batting lineup. And uh, playing in front of a huge crowd today here at Pombonite Narelle. What was that like? It was quite a big crowd, bigger than... Um, everyone's used to of all senior sides um felt a bit of pressure but fine everyone was up and about and there was lots of toots so it was very exciting yeah it was good well what a fantastic day in the history of the pulmonate cricket club uh thank you ladies for your, your great work around this team and now we're underway and uh, great win first up mm, very yeah, good awesome. start thanks go bulls thank you The Pombonet Cricket Club 12th Man Club is a group of people that love the Pombo Cricket Club and want to make it a better and greater place than we already know it to be. With benefits including a monthly members draw where we give away over $200 worth of cash and prizes and social events. If you're a lover of the Pombo Cricket Club and looking for additional ways to contribute to the magic that happens at Pombo, then join now. With over 40 members already, it is a lot of fun and costs just $6 per week. For more information or to join, get in touch with one of our friendly executive committee members Go Bulls! And now, Churchy, one of the big milestones at the Commonwealth Cricket Club, a huge milestone this week. He's a four-time Division One Premiership player. He's a T20 Division One Premiership player. He's the president of the Commonwealth Cricket Club, and this week he plays game number three hundred for his beloved Bulls. It's a big welcome to the Bulls podcast, Dave Murphy. Thanks, Luke. Thanks, Churchy. Good to uh, good to finally get back on the on the podcast once again. And congratulations on the milestone, mate. Uh, it's uh, three hundred games. It's a lot of cricket. Yeah, it is. It's uh, probably didn't uh, didn't even think about it back in the day when I first started. So uh, yeah, three hundred games. It's uh, it's a lot of a lot of Saturdays, um, but enjoyed every single one of them that I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, 300 games, well done. Um, it's quite an achievement, but it's also a lot of ball money. So what would you do with your Saturdays and the ball money that you would have saved if you didn't play cricket? <laughs> I, actually, I actually don't even want to think about it. I'd probably have uh, – the house would have been finished. It would have been fully renovated by now, I'd say. So um, probably a couple of trips away and things like that, no doubt. But uh, – wouldn't change it for the world. Happy to uh, happy to throw a few bucks in for ball money. Uh, week, absolutely. <laughs> nah, good. Mate, you, you, you're the only player at Pombo 
to have played in our top grade every season for the past two decades and you've started playing Div 1 or A grade back then before that in the 90s. Uh, I know you're the president of the club, but are you even aware that there are other senior grades? <laughs> I just thought all those blokes turned up to watch us train. I, I don't know what they've been doing all these years. But, no, I, uh, <laughs> I probably haven't taken – I actually didn't realise that, that, uh, that that was an actual fact that I've, I've played and done that. So, um, yeah, uh, no. It's uh yeah, no, that's interesting actually. Um yeah, look, no, I, I probably haven't taken full advantage of that fact. Now that I will, I'll uh definitely be pushing the full alpha male uh <laughs> <laughs> ego around at uh at training now. I think that I think that gives me uh an open book, doesn't it? Have to, sure. It does, yeah. Pl- plenty of room to champ the division two and division three. <laughs> <laughs> Might be able to get a special shirt made up for it. <laughs> I'll leave that up to you guys. <laughs> so, mate, uh, you, you are, with your catches and stumpings, the most prolific wicketkeeper in the club's history. Would uh, keeping to Lahiru Fernando and Tarakar Sindanaika in the last few years be your biggest challenge in your career? Uh, abs- oh, no. Oh, geez. I'll tell you what. They, you've got to be switched on, and I found I've had to concentrate a lot harder uh, keeping to those those two boys because they do do a fair bit with the ball and they and they do keep you on your toes. But um, uh, biggest challenge, I don't think so. I, I, I feel like the biggest challenge I ever had when I was uh, coming through the ranks would have been keeping with Max Castle standing at first slip and Ross McIlveen standing at second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised I actually continued on with it, but. Uh, no, they those I, I shouldn't say that. Those guys were good uh, early on in in uh, my career and helped out a lot. Absolutely. I imagine having two keepers standing right next to you as a young player would would probably add a little bit of pressure. So I, I can understand what you're saying, mate. But <laughs> in relation to your batting, um, you've always been a prized wicket, um, which might explain why an opposition player, as a fully grown man deliberately shirt-fronted you while you were batting one day as a 14 or 15-year-old. Um, would it be fair to say that that incident didn't scare you away from cricket? Uh, no, it didn't scare me away from cricket. I actually um, still don't fully understand why he decided to do that. But um, I think uh, myself and Tolly were batting that day and uh, had him, had him uh, sort of a bit... bit running for cover a little bit there. We were both hitting a few runs around. So I think uh, that was a little bit of uh, intimidation. I don't think it actually worked straight away. I think I got another 20-odd after I'd uh, been put on my back. But, um, geez, I'd love for that bloke to uh, to give it a go now. I know he'd probably come off second best. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, uh, I just reckon, I reckon he was lucky Dad didn't see or know about it, I think. <laughs> Yeah, that might have been a uh, that might have made yeah. papers that one. <laughs> yeah, I reckon there would have there would have been a late night <laughs> tap at the door, maybe with that. So, Dave, uh, you, you've played Division One for a long time. Who who are the best players, best bowlers you've faced in your time? Best bowlers um, that I've faced. Jeez. Uh, Apart from yeah, yeah. Training, <laughs> I was going to say, does that include professional net bowlers? But um, 
geez, that's a tough one. Um, probably the, the biggest ones I've had would have been uh, obviously Clinton Baker um, back in his day. He, Neil Kelly, um, when Ned used to, you know, he Ned, Ned used to bowl fairly sharp as well. So um, those those two guys, uh, Sarge when he played at, you know, Simpson and things like that, um, Sarge was always hard to hard to get away as well. Um, used to have a lot of trouble with Tim Atrell. I think that's because my eyes used to light up and I'd run halfway down the <laughs> <laughs> it uh, quite a bit. But, um, no, nah, look, there's, yeah, there's, there has been a lot of uh, lot of good bowlers over the years, definitely in uh, in Southwest cricket. Um, yeah, those guys are probably the ones that that come to mind uh, just just off the top of my head. Yeah, and obviously, mate, uh, the the four Division One flags are probably your your number one highlight. But um, is there an innings that stands out? In your career, uh, a personal one. Um, yeah. One, one where you probably, you know, you probably felt you've batted, you've never bat, batted better than you did that day and felt in total. Yeah, look, I, I think probably um, most memorable for me would be uh, my first ever 100, which I uh, brought up on my, the day of my 21st birthday. So um, that was, that was a pretty special day and um, it was a very special night as well. It was a very long night too, but mm-hmm. uh, no, that that one comes to mind. I was I was pretty sore that night too, though. I think I was bruised from from the top of my hip right up to the underneath of me uh, under my armpit. So um, yeah, that one that one springs to mind. I suppose is yeah the most memorable. Now triple C's can be bruising. <laughs> I think uh, this season we we played Terang on the twelfth of December, so we might we might put in a request to move that to the next day, which is your birthday, and and get you to do that again, mate. Tons on your birthday, good fun. <laughs> Tons for fun on your birthday, eh? That'd yeah. Be all right. yeah, that'd be great, mate. Senior, we just spoke about some of the good bowlers that you face, but what about senior players from Pombonite that early in your cricketing that influenced your cricket? Uh, yeah, look, um, probably very lucky to have, uh, come through the club, uh, during a period where we had so many, uh, great cricketers, uh, playing for Pombo. Um, Bill Harlock, uh, in my last couple of years of, of junior cricket was, uh, coach, coach of the under 16 side. And, uh, Bill, Bill was a fantastic bloke, had a fantastic cricket knowledge and, uh, was unbelievable. You know, I, I sort of, I wish I had have been able to uh, get a bit more information out of him when we had the opportunity and, and probably uh, took a little bit more on board of what he was saying at the time. Cause uh, yeah, he was, he was a very special, uh, special bloke to have around the club. Um, Brian Boyd early on, uh, Brian uh, playing Coming out of out of juniors and into the into the B grade sides and things like that, coming through there, Brian was always fantastic, and you know used to used to take that little bit of extra effort and time and just pulled you aside, and you know there was never anything um, major. It was just you know a few words here or there, and you know sort of made you think about your game and how how you're going about things, and um, yeah, Brian, Brian and Brian and Bill would be uh, the two. Two probably the most, but I mean, like I said, we've we've had 
we've had fantastic blokes around the club uh, for the last probably 20, 30 years that have, you know, great cricketers themselves and have uh, been able to pass on a, a lot of knowledge as well. Not not all the time, just, you know, here and there, which is, you know, it's a big a big help. And, um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully I'm managing to do the same sort of thing with a few of the, few of the younger kids coming through at the moment. So, Dave, uh, final one from me, and it was a question I got asked a few years ago, and I, I, it was something I'd never thought about and actually really struggled to answer. But, uh, you know, you, you do bleed for the club and uh, you put a lot of time in. What, what does it mean to you to have played or to be playing your 300th game for the Pomona Career Club this weekend? Yeah, it's, a, it's probably a tough one to try and, uh, to try and answer. It's, um, it's, it's, it's a might like... I've never never been one to sort of uh, play for milestones or, or you know personal achievements or anything like that. I I think the uh, the, the the team success and uh, you know the mateship that you get around the club is probably uh, more the reason why I uh, play the game and play at Pombo. So um, yeah, it's it, yeah three hundred games is you know it's a it's a great achievement. But I, I look back at you know I, I'm so you know, humble by the the success that we have had uh, during my time. But in saying that, we've we've had uh, had times there where it's it hasn't been that successful, and it, it has been hard work and a, a struggle uh, to to stay motivated. I suppose to play play on those weekends where you probably weren't quite up to the level. But um, yeah, look, I I do love the Pombo Cricket Club. It's um, it's I, I was going to say it's a second home, but I think I'll spend more time out there than I actually do it at home. So, <laughs> um, yeah, look, fantastic people. Everyone out there is great, and um, yeah, I think it's a uh, yeah, it's a it's a great place to be and a great place to spend uh, spend your Saturdays and a few nights during the week as well. So, yes, mate, and, and it is great that you are now parting your knowledge and experiences onto. You know, others at the club and, and your kids and now even your wife Loz in, in relation to wicket keeping, the the senior women's wicket keeper on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, uh Loz uh Loz kept ten overs in the in the women's side on uh on on Sunday. So uh yeah it's great it's great to have uh the whole family involved uh out there at the moment. Um Gussie, Gussie, our youngest is uh, starting starting Woolworths Blast out there on on Thursday night too. So he's been counting down the sleeps to till he gets to run around out there and take part in that too. So um, yeah, and having Pip Pip sort of starting to train with the the under fourteen girls and yeah, Miller's mad cricketer as well. He's he's flat out with the under thirteen. So great to have the whole family out there. Um, a cricket tragic family, clearly. It, it is great, mate, to see so many kids at the club and, and families involved. Um, some juniors have made their senior debuts recently. Um, what advice can you give these first gamers about how to get to 300 games and beyond? <laughs> um, yeah, look, I, yeah, 300 games. How do you get to 300 games? I think, I think probably the... The 100 to 150 is no worries, but the 150 to 300, things seem to change a fair bit in your life and uh, family comes along and uh, partners and kids and things like that. So I suppose the only bit of advice I can uh, give is that when you think you've found the one, 
that you want to spend the rest of your life with, ask them, do you like cricket? And if, if they cannot give you an answer of yes or start rattling off stats of Dean Jones or Shane Warne or even know how many cans Booney drank on the plane over to overseas on that tour trip, walk the other way and keep looking for someone else. <laughs> Magnificent yeah. advice. <laughs> and, and what about um, what about some advice on how to handle a shirt front? Uh yeah, yeah, no, can't, uh, can't, do not condone that, Turkey at all. No, got no uh, advice. On that note, sorry. Nah. Um, anyone that you'd like to thank, mate? Uh yeah, look, um, yeah, just like to yeah thank everyone out at the club for uh. Everything that they do, um, there's a lot, uh, a lot of a lot of jobs and a lot of roles that have to be uh, filled to 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 keep a, a club like ours going uh, as well as it's going. So thanks to everyone that you know chips in and um, has a has 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 a bit to do with you know making sure all that sort of happens. And uh, I suppose I, I should probably thank uh, thank Spud for when we actually moved to the area, uh, heading west down the highway and coming to Pomponate and not going east and heading towards Stonyford, I suppose. So uh, good good job there, Spud. Thanks, Hopes. Uh, well, congratulations, Omorcho. You've you've certainly filled the trophy cabinet over the years, and I am, and we all are proud of your achievements. So all the best for the weekend, and I look forward to seeing and following many more games of cricket that Dave Murphy plays for Pomponate. <laughs> Hopefully there's another 300 more to come. <laughs> Good luck. Before you go, Dave, and, and Luke, if you don't mind, if I could just hijack the podcast for a second, just to ask you two blokes, being the president and secretary of the greatest club in the world, how it felt on the weekend, on Sunday, to be present at the senior women's inaugural match as a person that has had a lot to do with its inception and making it happen? I'll let you go first, Dave. <laughs> um. Yeah, the game, the game Sunday. Uh, so j- just going back a step from the from the women's game, Church. I just um, I spent the Sunday morning down at the under fourteen girls. Uh, they they played down at Colac there, and um, it was from the start of the day to the end of the day. It was just uh, it was a very special special day for the club, I suppose. It's uh, it was very humbling to to be you know the, the girls the girls cricket it's great they're you know they're running around they're loving it they're having a great time and um, then to to come back to Pombo and uh, to have the women's first ever women's team playing at Pombo there was a there was a feeling around the grounds it was it, it was yeah it was almost uh, it was people were almost ecstatic I suppose with you know enthusiasm and uh, there was, you know, laughter, and they were they were having a great time, and it, it was just, yeah, it was an amazing feeling to be there and to be a part of it um, on Sunday. It's it's pretty special, um, and and glad that it uh, glad that it went as smoothly as it did. It was unbelievable, and the the amount of people that were there was completely blown away by the amount of cars and uh, supporters that you know. Pombo and both Irrawarra had there at uh, at the game. It was it was fantastic to see. Yeah, totally agree with Dave. It was uh, you could feel it building all day. I was there for the under sixteen boys in the morning, and uh, you just see the cars roll in towards the end of the under sixteen game, and 
and to see our women players come in enthusiastic and doing their warm-ups. And uh, uh, I've never seen a crowd of that size at Pombinate and a socially distanced crowd, I might add. It, the atmosphere was incredible. The um, When our girls took a wicket or hit a boundary, the car horns, the clapping, the cheering, the support from the ladies who will debut next week from the Pombinate A team who are all there... It, it really was one of the most incredible days in my time at the club. And, uh, yeah, just just thrilled to be a part of it and thrilled to see it happen. And, um, yeah, long may it continue. The day was – it was very uh, – you could almost uh, say it was an equivalent of, a you know, a, a senior men's grand final atmosphere, I suppose, if not better. Um, yeah, it was, it was unbelievable. It was fantastic. No, excellent. So, question for you both again. Why is senior women's cricket at Pomerate such a big deal? I just think it's something that makes our club whole. So uh, where we can offer cricket for for five-year-olds of any gender right up until, you know, 60-year-olds of any gender. So uh, it's just uh, a fantastic thing for the club, fantastic thing for the game in general. And uh, hopefully we see more clubs in the area and we can get a couple of divisions going and and, uh, really strengthen the game. Yeah, I, I think, you know, Cricket, Cricket Australia and cricket in general are doing a, a fantastic job of actually removing that stigma that cricket's a, a boys' game. Um, and I think, you know, having the having the women's big bash on the tally, you know, a lot of those girls now are becoming household names and, you know, you'll find yourself, you, the tally will be on and the women's cricket's on and everyone's sitting there watching it, whereas years ago it would be, you wouldn't even know that there was a women's cricket game on. So I think a lot, a lot of it's got to do with that. It's, you know, it's, it's in everyone's face a lot more too, which is, you know, it's fantastic. It's encouraging The the young girls are seeing it. They're like going, they're seeing those, the, the women's big bash players playing and going, I can do that, which is fantastic. Um, it's, it's, yeah, like Luke said, it's, it's, it's huge and it's getting bigger and bigger and it's fantastic to see. And, and to be to be able to to provide that pathway uh, with the under fourteen girls through to the the senior women's side is um, is you know fantastic, um, and we're yeah super proud that we can we can do it and yeah great great fantastic that it's off the ground and it's actually happened it's unbelievable. Uh, excellent, Charles, and you both touched on the fact that you know it doesn't matter if if it's an existing family in the district or a family that's moved. To the, to the district doesn't matter if you're a boy or a girl or, or what age you are. There's a team that you can now play cricket for. And Pombinate has had girls play within a team in every decade, right back through to the 80s. So it's it's always been a club that has welcomed girls to play cricket. But I think the fact that you've now created this space where they can play together in in a girls or a women's team is fantastic. So thanks for being such great leaders at the club to keep this, you know, make this happen. Um, the future's exciting here and keep up the work. Well, mate, congratulations. Great career. And uh, we look forward to having you back on for game number 350 on the podcast. <laughs> Good on you, boys. Thanks, Apes. Hey, Dave. Tolly here, mate. Just wanted to say congratulations on your 300 games this weekend. You're a true legend of the Pombinate Cricket Club, uh, both on the field and off the field. It's uh, always a great pleasure to play cricket alongside you. I used to really enjoy watching those other teams like Nurit and those ones ruffle your feathers. It used to bring out the real Dermy and 
the big strut and the chest had come down the wicket and it was always great to see. So, look, mate, all the best for Saturday and, yeah, hashtag Dermy time. G'day, Dave. Clinton Place here. Congrats on 300 games. Huge effort from a great bloke. I know how much the uh, cricket club means to you and your family. So to reach 300 games, possibly 600 if uh, all were one-dayers, uh, it's a huge achievement. Go well on the weekend. Put the pull shot away for 10 overs at least. And uh, I'm looking forward to watching you off the long run in the threes, bouncing kids for your 500th game. Go well, mate. G'day, David. Stan Lenahan here. Uh... Congratulations on this round of game. I uh, hope to see you smashing big sixes Saturday, mate. G'day, Spud. Hunter Reynolds here. Congratulations on your 300th game. Uh, don't go out too easy. G'day, Dave. Grant here. Congratulations on your 300 games. You are comfortably the best keeper batsman this club has ever seen. It makes sense that you wear pads whilst we're batting and bowling because your deformed shins are the stuff of nightmares. Seriously, mate, over the last 10 or 15 years, four flags and over 200 games that we've probably played together, nothing still fills me with more confidence on the ground than when you've got your big chest puffed out, your nostrils flared, eyeballing anyone in view. You're already a life member of the club, and that probably doesn't do your service justice. I look forward to mongreling 50 green demons with you on Saturday after hopefully another win. Good on you, mate. G'day Dave, it's Narelle here. Massive congrats on your 300 games coming up this weekend. Um, such a fantastic achievement. I'm sure the club and all players would agree that we are very lucky to have you be a part of Pombo for so many years, especially seeing what you're now doing for women's cricket. So I take my hat off to you. Um, best of luck for number 300 and uh, for the next 300. Go Bulls. G'day Dave, Tom Place here. Wish you all the best for your 300th game. Go Bulls. G'day Dave, Brad Hillman here. Congrats on reaching 300 games, mate. You've been a constant for me behind the stumps for the last 15 years or so. Your fierce determination is infectious to everyone that takes the field with you. Truly honoured to share Premiership success through the years with you. You're a great father, husband and clubman and lucky to be able to call you a mate. All the best for Saturday. Hey mate, it's your old mate Kenny. Congratulations on the 300 games. Can't wait to share a few raspberry UDLs with you to celebrate, mate. If you'd like to follow the Pombonite Cricket Club, you can follow us on Twitter at Pombo Bulls. On Facebook, search Pombonite Cricket Club. On Instagram, at Pombonite CC. On YouTube, search Pombonite Cricket Club. And on the web, www.pombonite.vic.cricket.com.au. A massive week ahead at the Pombonite Cricket Club. On Thursday, the Woolworths Cricket Blast and Master Blasters program commences at the Pombonite Recreation Reserve. On Friday, the under-13s, Pombonite Maroon, play Warndoo at Warndoo, while Pombonite Gold play Princetown at Princetown. And of course, mate, one of those players that will be taking the field for the under-13s is young Ollie West, who is the son of one half of Fennell West, our sponsor of the week. Um, so fantastic that Fennell West sponsor the club, and it's always great to have our sponsors involved in the club in, in other fashions as well, like you know their, their sons or daughters playing at the club. So it's a, it's a great, great, uh, great to have everyone involved. Fantastic sponsor, Fennell West. And uh, young Ollie, he's really coming along very well. 
lovely kid, very enthusiastic. So yeah, great to have the Wests involved. On Saturday, in Division 1, they play Hatesbury at Tim Boone in uh, Dave Murphy's 300th game. Division 2 play Mortlake at Nurat, while Division 3 take on Nurat at Pombonite. On Sunday, the under-14 girls play Apollo Bay at Pombonite. The under-16 boys play Eklund at Eklund. And then two big women's games at 2pm. The Pombonite women play Bukar at the Frederick Street Oval in Camperdown. And at the same time, Pombonite A make their debut against Irrawarri Youth at Pombonite. So, Churchy, thanks for joining me again on another big episode of the Bulls podcast. Loved being part of it, Luke. Hope you can have me back on again another time, but look forward to look forward to your next co-host, whoever that might be. But go the Bulls. Go the Bulls. Hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, hot potato.